y'all, it's Kayvo. Hey, it's JB. And welcome back to Becoming She. A weekly podcast that sets the tone for women who are striving to be their most authentic selves by sharing the tools we use to navigate this journey called life. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Why we both We've got it, so excited. Right, the falsetto. <laughs> Hello. Hey, y'all. How are you? How are y'all? I, I hope last week was great for you guys. Mm-hmm. I really hope that it was productive. You know, I got some shit done. Hope it helped you guys for mm-hmm. real. Hope you guys had some enjoyable weekends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of weekends, sis. Yes. How was your weekend and how has your week been so far? So my weekend was definitely eventful. I will say that. Okay. Um, I went to Bluffton, South Carolina mm-hmm. near Hilton Head. Um, it's beautiful. Yeah, very beautiful. Very quaint town, and mm-hmm. I love those. Um, the beach was nice. It was good. It was a, it was pretty cool. The week has been um, pretty straight. Okay. <laughs> Every day after work, it's been great. But at work, I've just been really lethargic. I'm not going to even lie. Mm-hmm. Like, the things I have to get done this week, I know I have to get them done, mm-hmm. but I just don't have the motivation to mm-hmm. get them done. So I'm really trying to be like, okay, get it together. Get something. Shake it off. Wake up, get you a cup of coffee, get you a biscuit. And a biscuit? I don't know. Some breakfast, pancakes. That's the first thing that came to your mind. Yeah, I don't really eat a big breakfast, but I eat breakfast eat every day. Bre- you do? Mm-hmm. Oh. I eat breakfast very every day. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. I can't function without it. Wow. Yeah, I love it. I'm not a big breakfast fan as far as, like, going to, like, IHOP all the time or Waffle House all the time, but, like... I do, when I wake up in the morning, I get a coffee, and I usually go and stop by, like, Chick-fil-A, or um, maybe I'll bring something with me, mm. oatmeal, something like that. But I normally have breakfast every morning. Oh, wow. And, like, some, and water. I drink water and stuff like that, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> You're amazing. Oh, thank you. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm not, if you can't tell, God, I'm really shocked, because I'm not a breakfast person. I know. I was like, what's I don't wake biscuit? up hungry. <laughs> I don't. Uh, yeah. No, I don't get hungry until maybe around lunchtime. But what I do, what I do do, <laughs> do, do, do what do, I do. do do, I love fruit. So I will grab, like, if there's fruit, I'll grab that and okay. I'll snack on that in the morning. I mm-hmm. guess that would be breakfast and I'm always drinking water. So, okay, yeah, you that know. That gives you energy. But that's still yeah, a sort of breakfast. But it's, it's like... not every day. Oh, and no. some days yeah. I might make a smoothie, some days I might not, some days I might I'm make See, I want to get into smoothies. Like, I don't, like, I'm a texture person, so the mixture of fruit and things like that in, like, a blender with, like, spinach and stuff, like, if I taste the grains of it, you got to get yourself a good I need blender, because like, oh, I don't like grainy smoothies I know, either. but don't they have, like, the bullet? I need yeah, one of those. Yeah, I have a neutral bullet. I need I one it. of those, because that's supposed to, like, really... It really, really gets get in to there. It. And mm-hmm. then if you add a frozen banana, major key alert. <laughs> if you add a frozen banana, so, like, when bananas, if you buy a bunch of bananas, right, mm-hmm. and they're about to go bad, when they're kind of super ripe is the best time. So you mm-hmm. slice them up. And I take, I get the little snack Ziploc bags. Okay. And then I put a half a banana in each one, drip, put some lemon juice on it. Okay. Right? It doesn't have to be fresh lemon juice. You can just get the yeah. concentrated one. Mm-hmm. But um, you get that sprinkled lemon juice on it that keeps it from turning brown. Okay. Put those little baggies inside of a freezer bag and then freeze them. So then when you make your smoothie, you drop a half a banana in there and it makes everything very smooth. Hmm. See, bananas are really like good bananas. with making smoothies creamy and stuff. I bet they are. And I am not a fan of bananas. So. The taste or the texture? Texture... Yeah, no. I mean, the texture, you won't taste it in a smoothie. Eh, we'll see. How's your <laughs> week been going, though? How's your weekend and your week? Um, so my, far. 
I my cousin her birthday is at the end of the month but she will be out of town with her father she's going to Belize girl she's fancy she got money yes honey take me with you put me in your bag you feel me oh my god you got money don't be nasty he nasty but he got money though anyway so her fancy ass is going to Belize for her 28th with her father and um she had a candle making party i saw that on your story that looked really fun yeah the girl who hosts like she hosts like diy workshops Mm -hmm. her name is bianca octavia that's her instagram too yeah bianca octavia what the fuck was that did you hit something Oh my water! Uh, <laughs> I about to say, bitch, who the fuck is in here? I was like, that's why I stopped. Oh, like, my oh heart, shit! Just be like, who? <laughs> my heart! I was like, bitch, if that was not anything in this room, bitch, you and you look so calm. Yeah, and I was like, I stopped talking. <laughs> I was like, what, what was that? You see, I was like, mm, I'm just waiting. Jasmine was like, we're just gonna keep recording, and if somebody come in here and fucking kill us, then I mean, maybe they'll want to do about it by now. Maybe they'll want to hopefully be a guest. they'll post that shit. Hell yeah, hopefully hopefully listen, they'll schedule just it go to post configure it first and change it to an MP3, and then go to Podbean and just post it. <laughs> Thank you. Shout out to Podbean. Shout out to Podbean for real. So, um, anyways, um, <laughs> so yes, you went to the candle making class. Yes, that was lots of fun. It was cute. And um, what else did I do for the weekend? I studied, I organized my life because I've been traveling so much Mm -hmm. that I literally had one suitcase that wasn't unpacked, that I didn't unpack yet because Uh I came back in town. So I just repacked the new suitcase. (laughs) And so then I had two suitcases that haven't been packed. I got dirty clothes piling up. It was just stressful. Well, not really, but you know, when your mind, when your room is cluttered, your mind is cluttered, when your house is not together, you just, you can't think You just be all over the place. Yeah. Yes. literally my life right now literally you're like mm-hmm. my life is in shambles and then the moment i clean my house i'm like oh my gosh my life is so great i'm so grateful i can think clearly the rain has gone okay anyway so as i was saying i studied i cleaned up mm-hmm. i you know just got my life together feeling a lot better about um thinking clearly and being able to process what's going on and getting more organized with things um yeah other than that the week was good things are progressing well you know manifesting things and you know into existence yes i love it praying about things just look kind of like you know not stressing about it as you shouldn't when you pray about it you're not supposed to worry about it right so i pray about it and i'm like you know what What's done is done. It's handled. What's for me is for me. Exactly. And here we are. I so, love it. Yeah, it well, was good. good so far. Everything was pretty straight. Good. Well, um, let's get into this motivational Monday, and I need you to give me something to bless my week, please. And thank you. Yes, madam. This is your Monday morning reminder that you are powerful beyond measure, that you are capable of anything you are willing to work for, and that you could change your entire life today i love that i know right the power is like truly in the tongue it really is you have to speak it if you speak things into existence i mean the world the places that you'll go things change the places that you'll Mm -hmm. go when you just start talking about things Mm -hmm. even if it's to yourself just speak it out yeah just say it out loud write it out whatever put it out into the air put it into the atmosphere 
I love that. It's crazy how things come together when you do that. Really, really yeah. and truly. Yeah. And little by little, and it's kind of just like when you look back at the bigger picture, you're like, damn, this was like predestined for me. It right. Was, it was already in my lap. Right here. I just walked. In my face. In my face. In my face. To this day. To this day. To this day. To this day. I love that. But before we get into that, because I know we have a whole lot to talk about there. Good. Um, let's get into this tea. So what's the tea, sis? Bitch, I'm bored. What's the tea, ho? Bitch, when I tell you I got large, unsweet tea with a shot of raspberry, bitch, with light ice, never dog. Yeah, bitch, I hope you got two gallons so you can waste one and I spill it. Okay, so I have a couple of things on the dock today, but I kind of want to start from um, some very tragic news to the the better news, I guess you would say. Yeah, um, let's go, let's go, like, bad news to good news. I like to end on a good news. Yeah, exactly. Let's do that. This man um, was unfortunately bullied for dating a transgender woman, um, and he committed suicide. Yeah, he had suffered from depression and mental issues. I saw that earlier. Yeah, there's a video circulating um, with him literally being bullied by these men because he was very open with his love for his partner. Mm -hmm. And that just, it made me sad because it's like, why? Why do you even care who anyone's dating? If he is happy with what he's doing, mind your fucking business. It has nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you. What's you know what I always say. What you eat don't make me shit. Who you fuck don't make me come. And your money don't pay my bills. And that's that. So why does it have anything to do with you? It has nothing to do with Not anyone. a goddamn. People just want to Y'all make others people's lives are so, so fucking insecure. Yes. You're upset with this man for dating a trans woman who is a woman. And he loves her. And he loves her. And that's all that should matter. But you men are so fucking insecure that you probably wanted or probably have been with a trans woman. Let's talk about it because this is the tea, honey. You probably have been with a trans woman before. Desired. Not that you didn't know. Oh, baby, you knew. And you know what? And you probably desired them. And you're so fucking insecure within yourself that you had to make someone else feel bad about the life that he was living. To that the is point sad and pathetic. Where he took his own life because he couldn't stand to live in a world full of hatred. That's what it is. This world is full of people who literally don't know how to mind their business and are so filled with hate that they don't even know where to, like, they just portray that onto other people. There's no end to it. No end to it at all. No. It's It's very sad, so... My heart goes out to his family and his girlfriend. I know. I know that's hard. Oh, my goodness. I couldn't I could imagine. imagine. And to know that the reason, and not that the reason that it happened, but you were part of what whatever was going on. Like, yeah. the, the reason he was getting bullied was because he was in love with you. And not that that's anything that you could change. But no. I just, oh, it's just, it just very gives sad. me chills. It's very sad. His name is Marcus Willoughby. Okay. Yeah. So... Rest in peace, Marcus. Definitely. Um, NYPD fires Daniel Patelio, the officer who whose chokehold killed Eric Gardner. They finally got rid of him after five years. Ugh, finally. Yes. I know, right? Um, I did see something circulating on the internet saying that some they put a GoFundMe up for him and it raised over $100,000 in like four days. Y'all are sick too. Sick Y'all too. are sick and pathetic. Thank you. As well period in addition to exactly um i'm glad that his family is finally getting some what some sort of justice but it's never going to ever bring back him it's never going to even 
take away any of the hurt, mm-hmm. any of the pain that this has caused them. Um, but I am glad that he's been fired. But I just, I don't know. I'm always eerie. I don't know. I feel like there's a loophole for that. Mm-hmm. You know, first of all, it's no secret that the NYPD is corrupt. There are many documentaries on it. There are podcasts. You know you like some conspiracy, you too. You know, know you look I into it. I love a good conspiracy <laughs> theory. I live, live for it. For a good conspiracy theory, girl. True crime and conspiracy theories. Mm. my entire life is kind of a problem because I'd be driving home like is this person following me like have I seen this car before okay let me and I have to catch myself and be like girl calm down you're listening to true crime right that's why you're tripping right now um (laughs) so funny oh my gosh I know and I'm too scary to be listening to this you really are I can't stop I can't stop um (laughs) hence the fact guys that that was her phone that fell and hit the wall and that's why we all freaked out a little bit just FYI we scary (laughs) (laughs) we're like oh my god we're about to die oh my gosh um four students were shot at a block party near clark atlanta university's campus it was four females um i think one was hit in the chest one was Mm -hmm. hit in the arm and two were grazed by this bullet and um a few others were injured i just i got the notification this morning Mm -hmm. i think it happened actually last night yeah i saw it on yeah it was crazy when i woke up first thing when i woke up i'm just I mean, I said it once, I said it again. I really do not understand why citizens need assault rifles. I don't understand yeah. why we need automatic weapons. I don't understand why, like, who we're at war with. Mm-hmm. And it's just sickening to me because what has to be going wrong in your fucking mind Yeah, to go into a block party on a college campus and open fire in a crowd now i'm not gonna say that i haven't been to a party and that hasn't happened yes definitely that definitely has happened and that's happened at Mm -hmm. a couple parties and i've been to parties where they pulled out automatic weapons and Mm -hmm. you hear like that shit is scary as fuck yeah that shit is scary as fuck and even if you know thank god that no one died goddamn like thank god Mm -hmm. thank god no one died but it's sickening because even if the, even beyond the people that got shot, these people have PTSD. Yeah, they have PTSD. Our like I said, our entire country has PTSD. Mm-hmm. But to be but to be in a situation where you're out having a good time, and mm-hmm. I would like to say, as far as black people go, I would say by the majority, like we we have a good time. It's good for us to have a good time and be together and like nobody enjoy each other's company. Yeah. Now I will say in this case. Obviously, they're doing more investigation. This just happened yeah. less than 24 hours ago. But they're saying, like, it was an altercation of some sort. So I'm not sure if it was someone that came in and decided to, like, just shoot up the crowd or if it was, like, you're making me upset. I'm going to go to the car and pop the trunk. Shit happens. Not really sure. Um, they're still doing more investigation. But either way, I think, like, having a gun and really and just firing it into the crowd is just insane to me and it's just like why are we still doing this either way it takes a bitch ass nigga to do something thank like you that. <clears throat> what's so. next so eva marcel officially changed her daughter's last name from mccall to sterling that's her new husband's name that's her new husband's name his name okay. is michael sterling why'd she change it so she was with kevin mccall for quite some time they mm-hmm. had a daughter named marley ray um, I believe that their relationship was very toxic. And mm-hmm. so when they separated, Eva started dating this guy named Michael Sterling. Mm-hmm. And she had posted a picture on Instagram of Michael and her daughter, Marley Ray, together. Mm-hmm. So Kevin McCall decided that he was going to just own his daughter 
on Instagram, very public. Um, he disowned yeah. him. Yeah, he disowned his daughter point. right after she posted the pic. After Eva posted the picture of Michael and uh, Marley Ray, she was like four. Literally had. I mean, this man's literally in her life. had no option. It's just a man that's being nice to her, and he's Thank nice you. to her mom. Exactly. That's all she knows. That's all she knows. She's a child. And you disowned your on Instagram, which I thought was very pathetic. Scene. First of all, you're pathetic. Very and pathetic. You're as fuck. As fuck. Yes. And so um, this all is very recent. The judge, I think a Fulton County judge just granted this like a couple of days ago. Mm. Fulton County is a county in Georgia, y'all. It's actually the county that the city of Atlanta is in, mm-hmm. if you didn't know. Exactly. So um, she went on a talk show and decided to, you know, they asked her, why would you, why, why did you go through this process? And it's mm-hmm. been a lengthy process for her. But after that whole situation with him disowning her, um, Marley Ray is the oldest daughter that she has. She also has another child with Michael. Mm. Um, and so they all have the Sterling yeah, she, last the name. Yeah, the little boy, right? Yes. Okay. So they all have the Sterling last name. And she felt that, you know what? Michael is more of a father, has done more things for Marley mm-hmm. Ray, and it's actually a part of her life. And Kevin has disowned her completely. And he's not around. And he with what he said on Instagram. Yeah. And sickening. Sickening. So she changed it so that they all can have the same last name. And then they, it's like a more of a family aspect to right. it, too, you know? And I... Because it'll be like, oh, the Starlings and the McCall. McCall. Yeah. And there's been a lot of different, like, opinions on that because... People are saying, like, she's too young to know that her father is not really around or that her father is a piece of shit. But at the same time, if she knows that he's not around at the age of seven or how old... I think she's older now. She's... I don't know how old she is. I can't remember how old she is. But either way, she knows her dad is not around in her life. She's old enough to understand. And I think that... And granted, I have no children, but based off of how I was raised and what I know now, mm-hmm. I appreciate being told the truth. When I was a kid and I had questions, my parents just told me what it was. Because if you tell the kid that their dad is on vacation or he's deployed or some stupid shit mm-hmm. that he's not, he's not involved, they grow up with this sort of complex that they kind of probably create mm-hmm. this ideal dad in their head. And they too can, you know, um, not saying that it's a problem to get closer to other people's fathers, but he might idolize that. And not that that's a problem, but you also should understand that, you know, it's not that your dad is on vacation. Like, your dad, he's in jail. It's okay. You know, when I, w- I was about her age, when um, I had a family member of mine go to jail. Mm-hmm. And he was there for a minute, and we went to go visit him. He wrote me letters and everything. And they, my parents told me straight up, like, well, I think it's just about he being got open in and trouble. Honest this is what happens. Child. Yeah, yeah. Like he got in trouble. This is what happens. You have to take responsibility for the things that you do, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And this is what it is right now. And this is what we're going to do about it, or this is where we are, exactly. as opposed to lying to them and having them have this false reality of things. And then you wait till they're old enough till you decide that it's good for them. And then they're angry with you because they felt like you kept something from them for so long. Yeah, I agree with her decision. Me I too. think that was a great I, I think that was great, especially because her dad is so fucking clearly so pathetic. Exactly. And not involved in her life. If this man took her in and he loves her and who knows he probably adopted her or whatever they probably and if I'm he sure didn't they came to some kind of they're agreement. probably working on something like that if not or if they you know whatever the case may be that's her dad and i'm pretty sure she probably calls him dad or pop mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be i feel like 
however people choose to parent their children is you know how they choose to but i respect and i appreciate her daughter knowing the truth and knowing what it is Mm -hmm. because when she gets older and you can't hide things from kids especially social media and her parents like you said it was very public you can't hide that from her she's gonna see that let her get 12 and get in middle school even if she doesn't have a phone somebody's gonna tell her oh your dad doesn't you know he disowned you or something yeah and if she doesn't know how to respond to those things that'll tear her apart when she gets older that'll rock her world And I hope, you know, and I think that for Kevin, too, on on the other aspect of it is he's going to look back at this and he's going to regret this for sure. She's going to be 18, 21, 30, whatever. Well, um, he did post a picture of him going to like a a parenting class or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, he's trying in some aspect. But does he have any other children? I don't really follow him, so I don't know. Uh, maybe some, maybe not. Maybe some, maybe so. not. But I know when he was with Eva, she claimed that he was very abusive, both physically and verbally. I and mean, it, it all started beyond when she was being... pregnant. It all started when she was pregnant. So this person that I know was telling me when she was pregnant with her son, the father of her child, he started being abusive when she was pregnant as well. And I always asked, like, I was like, why? Like, where does the disconnect come from? But because I think it's because think it would be the opposite. Yes. But she told me that for him, it was the fact that he was so used to her having all the attention. So when her son yeah. came that he took up all the attention. So it became jealous. You were jealous of the child. And, you know, in other That's species crazy. like like dogs, yeah. the male dog will kill the puppies of the like of the litter just because the mom dog is now like she's not able to give him the attention. Like some male dogs do that. They say that you have to oh. keep the male the puppies away from like the male dog sometime. Mm-hmm. Wow, I didn't know. That. Yeah, it's like it must be like a jealousy territorial kind of thing, but that's sick. Yes, that's very, very sick. <laughs> very sick. I mean, that's literally your flesh and blood, and you're essentially jealous of them. You're jealous, and that's you want to cause is. harm to a helpless child, or especially if he's abusive while she's pregnant. You're causing while harm not after. only to her, mm-hmm. you're causing harm to that child. And she's gonna know this when she gets older. Her mom, like, I believe that, I feel like Eva's a very open person. Um, I mean, hell, she went on talk shows and talked about changing her daughter's name, so right. she's clearly open enough. And she will sit her down probably and tell her, like, this is what happened to me. And I don't think that she's ever gonna tell her daughter that you can never talk to Kevin ever again. But mm-hmm. it's gonna be like, you're gonna, you can make the decision... And have a relationship right. if you want to. But I'm just letting you know, from my experience, this is what I experienced. And this is where we are. And this is where we are. And that's why I chose for you to have a different right. last name to match our family. Because we are a family. Because, I mean, Michael Sterling is a very loving husband to her. So, yeah. And I'm sure he loves her, like, that girl so much. So, shout out to Eva for, you know... Doing what she had to do because I know that was a, probably a hard, lengthy, a emotional decision. process, yeah. if anything. Um, lastly, is this last of the bad news? No, it's actually this is the good. Okay, okay, hold on. Let me say this though: the Eva part to me was good. I thought that was good news yeah. because that's a happy for the child yeah. to love and have. I a just doting, found doting out father. about him disowning his daughter, so to me, I'm like, so this sad is too for much her right now. <laughs> no, I'm all emotional and shit. Well, now she has a, a father who truly loves she her. She does. So we're gonna spin that to make that a good story. Um, Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich. Let's talk about it. And that's the episode, guys. I know it has been a wave and from my understanding this sandwich has been out for quite some time maybe a couple months maybe a month or so i don't know yeah i had it about a month ago yeah so i pull up to the you know Mm -hmm. window and i'm like oh y'all got a chicken sandwich (laughs) 
wait a minute okay let me get that spicy chicken sandwich with no mayo i don't fuck with mayo so no spicy mayo let me get some sweet heat sauce to add on to that guy you know what add some extra pickles to that bitch. it was lit so i never that had bun, it they toast it and it's like a brioche bun it's like mm-hmm. soft and like yeah buttery and then you have this crunchy ass big ass chicken breast it's not like excessively large but it's it's big enough for the bun is it excessively crunchy no it's okay not. okay because the pictures i'm like god damn am i gonna it's break a crunchy tooth? as fuck but it's not excessively crunchy okay. because it's like crunchy but the meat is super juicy on the okay. inside and because it's a thicker you know a th- it's not a super thick chicken breast because i do not like big meat i do like big meat but I don't like to eat big meat. Clarify. I just need y'all so, to know that. So, you know. Um, but it well, was delicious. It the people delicious. are coming in droves. Social media. The power of social media, baby. It, first of all, the power of black cultural oh, influence okay match unmatched matched honey because black people did this shit black people did this shit there's blogs there's think pieces i went to popeyes the other day and they i, I got my spicy chicken sandwich yesterday when everybody was talking about it because they just brought it back up to my mind i was like you know what that shit was delicious let me go get another one <laughs> so i go up there and Popeye's is like, we don't have no pickles. Is that okay? And I'm like, well, I guess, but sis, what? What's going on? And then because people are literally having like two, three, four of these shits at a time. Yeah, them shits are delicious. They're literally bitch. running out. Them shits are delectable. We gonna pull up. They're gonna be like, we don't have out. no chicken. Yes, I, I saw we like we don't have no chicken. There were various for y'all social niggas. media posts about, and they had signs on the door that were like, we don't have any more chicken sandwiches because I, I guarantee you that their stock was meant for a couple of days not for one all i gotta say is let my popeyes up the street from my house run out of chicken sandwiches <laughs> when i go up there's there. one right around the corner too so i'm gonna try that tomorrow but yeah, you know chick-fil-a you know, they don't have them everywhere though no they I only have them in certain places girl so i'm know. hoping that they're in this area but you know so everything's been going crazy so like chick-fil-a wendy's bojangles bro shake shack is so fucking everybody funny. is being I've petty i've been retweeting and liking everything Everyone first of all is being petty. chick-fil-a is in their feelings about that shit and it's perfectly fine baby they offered me like i told you earlier they free gave, fries. they offered me a free fry mm-hmm. and i said you know what i do love a good waffle fry let me go pick up my free waffle fry and then i'm going to stop at the popeyes up the street and get my spicy chicken sandwich to go with it popeyes better get some more stock because chick-fil-a don't be running out of sandwiches i'm just saying chick-fil-a don't run out of sandwiches or pickles you know what i'm saying Chick-fil-A i'm just saying buckets of pickles buckets buckets mounds of chicken you know what i'm saying so popeyes you know get i mean your, i love it, it i'm glad that y'all are up, getting you know, that i'm gonna try you know, it tomorrow we, you made a chicken sandwich and now it's over with i mean we was fucking with popeyes before I but love now we some popeyes. With popeyes okay let me get that two-piece dark you know baby I'm, don't I'm, let popeyes come out with lemonade some fresh squeezed lemonade bitch it's ooh. over with chick-fil-a baby give me a peace. milkshake uh-huh. rest in peace to chick-fil-a bitch okay. if popeyes come out with a good milkshake it gotta be a good quality it gotta be good don't give us no mcdonald's quality milkshake well mcdonald's Milkshake quality are. milkshakes are nice now but remember before they had the little mccafe machine yes they still weren't the best you know I mcdonald's has good... been very quiet too mcdonald's they have not said they're like, they haven't hold on, said first anything. of all bitch no they posted something about that southern chicken filet sandwich oh no come on somebody said first of all that sandwich look more dangerous than a cup of your fucking sprite so sit down <laughs> have several seats mcdonald's they're fucking rude <laughs> you are fucking rude and disrespectful if you ever thought i was gonna come and pull up and order that shit what the fuck 
fuck I look like ordering that shit. Never. I'm only coming for that spicy Sprite. That's all I need. From the sp- Give me. That will clear cu- up your sinuses. Give me a nice cold glass of that spicy Sprite. <laughs> the one that's going to hit you in the back where we get. You know, the one that hit you back there? Yes. Yeah. You'd be like, oof, oof. It got a, that Shit. first one, you know, that first one, you got That gotta, first tang be, woo. girl, that first sip, your whole neck sees up. You'd be like, oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's been, honestly, it's, that has made my week. It's been amazing. And I love getting on Twitter. And just, I mean, it's ongoing. I love Twitter. It's the best. I fucking love Twitter. And I'm just, I can't wait to try it out. I, I mean, I hope you need where to try I go. It has it yeah now that i know they're not in every location so yeah. i'm really praying that they have it i'm tempted for us to go get one after we record this episode i know Ooh, we, it might I be a popeye still open we'll see we, we may be check. what time is it okay we might we might find um it. so that's oh, all my tea though all i was oh stuff? i do have a few things all okay. i was gonna say my last note to all you other fast food bitches out there that feel like you can compete with a spicy chicken sandwich from popeye's Suck Popeye's ass through a straw, huh? <laughs> Chick-fil-A in there sneaking, trying to get the secret <sighs> recipe, bitch. <laughs> you seen those They're things? trying to get it. Did you see? Did you see the Chick-fil-A employee that was literally yes. in line with his tag? Like, I'm here I'm to taste. Here. I'm here to taste just like everyone else. I am in line. I'm going to bring it back to the Chick-fil-A break. headquarters. And we are going to analyze it. And we're going to put it through our software so we can know what exactly you use. We need to know exactly how much paprika you added okay. to that chicken prior to that was. I heard it's it. made with love, so. Girl, you know it's made with love because black people, come on, you know. You know the auntie that be on the commercials. Okay. She be like, now that's Popeye's chicken, baby. <laughs> you know she put her love and soul Her into heart it. and soul. And then let me tell you, first of all. Popeyes, ever since they done got this little chicken sandwich, girl, they get, they got a little better customer service. The girl, the girl gave me napkins without asking the other day. You must have went to a really good one because the memes that I've seen or the posts that I've seen, they have not been very nice. I mean, I'll take my chicken sandwich with a little attitude, but all I'm saying is, girl, I didn't even have to ask for a bag because normally, let me tell y'all about Popeyes. We cannot get into Popeyes all I'm night. not gonna go on a whole tangent, <laughs> but prior to this, I did not get a bag with my food. I'm just so tire i mean the popeyes on moreland oh yeah they just give you the box yeah bitch you be like <laughs> let me get like you know my two-piece snack with my goddamn green beans red beans okay rice, you know whatever you choose or whatever and they hand you your box and then you be like oh can i have a pepper and then they hand you the little pepper bag and you be like can i have some hot sauce and they hand you hot sauce so you be like can i have a spork to eat my because you know they don't give yeah, you a fork they don't. Spoon. can i have a spork to eat my red beans and rice and then they hand you everything individually and i'm like bitch give me a bag like <laughs> i got 17 fucking items individually give me a bag the that, least you can do is the give me very a least bag. you can give me is a bag since that's supposed to be free i shouldn't have to pay for a bag that is hilarious girl they are too much the most <laughs> but um other than that i just have one more thing to add to the tea okay so the Amazon rainforest yes. has been on fire for three weeks now. And has no global coverage whatsoever. But I also feel like social media, you know, they use any excuse for you to be mad. So they'll be like, y'all eating chicken sandwiches, but y'all ain't got passports. And then you post a picture. You saw they posted a picture with a chicken sandwich and a passport. They was like, but where your LLC though? Yes, I saw like, that. And I was like, So Bruh. people like, y'all want to talk about chicken sandwiches, but y'all can't talk about the Amazon rainforest that's been on fire for three weeks. Somebody was like, come on, y'all. Let's drive down to the Amazon rainforest to help put the fire out. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are we going to do? 
what are we going to do? Do you want us to fly down there? Would you like for us to, I mean, create a rain cloud? Do you want us to bring buckets of water with us on the flight? I don't know how you want us to help. Like, yeah, since right a, now, mm-hmm. it's unfortunate. I hope that they get somebody to put that shit out. I don't know what to say because I'm pretty sure it's, like, not, I don't want to say a barren land, but I don't think they have a lot of, like, civilization out there. No, with, but like, I think it, I saw something that said that it um, contains, like, 20% of where oxygen, like, where yeah, good oxygen comes because from. Because they, li- they left that alone. Like, the Amazon yeah. rainforest is something that, from my understanding, is something that legally you can't touch. Yeah. Honestly, I think it's more so, like, we from what I took from it was that we can go out there and talk about all these random things. And then it's not even about the Chick-fil-A sandwich or not the Chick-fil-A, but the Popeye yeah. sandwich, but it's more so like the things that we, we give coverage. You mean right. to tell me that for three weeks, nobody's told us about the Amazon. No one Burton has told us. And you can't be mad at us for talking about chicken sandwich. Yeah. Nobody when nobody's told it. us, but that's very true. But no one I wonder, has you know us. what I be, I wonder sometimes. And then while I, who is the oh, first person? That was a stupid stutter. But why is the rainforest on fire when it's supposed I to don't rain? Know. All the time? I mean, I don't, but it, is it, does it really rain? Cause like Iceland is not really ice. Yeah, but the rainforest literally rains all the time. Really? Like multiple times. Oh, I need a to day. take a history lesson. Okay, I didn't I know really, that. I really, one of my dreams is to go hiking through the oh, rainforest. Oh, that'd be beautiful. I mean, you know, you got to make get it like happen. A thousand shots and Congress, I'm carried away. Go out there and fucking drop some water buckets. Y'all, y'all did it for Notre Dame. Water bombs or Dom, and shit. What the fuck it's called? They could drive over and drop water bombs. Oh yeah. There's ways to get this thing cleared up. There's so I just don't to understand. Fixed, but um, but yes. yes. But okay, that's all you got? That's all I have. Okay, so we just spilled a little tea, girl. So let's get into the school. Okay. I realize I do have to change. I have to change in the cursing, certain type of things I do. I gotta I, I gotta keep them in mind, you know, because they love me. But not today, though. Today I'm walling. Today I'm bugging and thugging. Not today. So today. I really loved your Motivation Monday quote because I definitely think the power is in the tongue, like I said. And so I wanted to get to, I wanted to talk about taking control over our lives and how it's very important that we remember that the only people that we can control are ourselves. Hello. Okay. So I wanted to first, before I even started about talking about this, I wanted to go in and learn about what your definition of control was. Control. (laughs) (laughs) I would define control as being able to make educated decisions for myself in my life. Mm -hmm. I do feel like at one point I had this idea that I didn't have control over my life until I reached my most successful point when Mm -hmm. I could leave work whenever I wanted to or travel wherever I wanted to. But I don't think that that means that you're out of control. I think that you can have control over your life in any stage that you're in. And I'm glad we're talking about that because that's a very important lesson to learn, especially as you grow up and um, you start having these adult conversations that can be, you know, new. Yes. And uncomfortable. Definitely uncomfortable. I think that, um, yeah, that's I think control is just deciding what's best for yourself and not feeling bad about it. Mm-hmm. And even if you do feel bad about it, you still have control over your life. So for me, it's more so just being able to make decisions. And it's for me. And I don't give a fuck who has anything to say about it, bitch. Yeah. That's all. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> to add on to that for me would be the emotional factor behind it, too. I think that when life gives you twists and turns, mm-hmm. there are a lot of things that we can't control outside of ourselves. Mm-hmm. So by being able to 
decipher the emotional factors that are controlling whatever you know in your professional or your personal life Mm -hmm. i think by by having that discernment to know okay this is how i feel but this is how i'm going to react rather Mm -hmm. than you know those kind of things i think that helps a lot with you know controlling my life as well i love that one of the things i learned from my very first therapist shout out to dr weaver (laughs) (laughs) was um You can't control what happens around you and how anyone else responds to a situation, but you can control how you respond to a situation. And with that, you have control of the entire situation. Yes. The person who has the most control of themselves controls the conversation. Mm -hmm. They control the vibe, the aura of the situation. Mm. They control the tone. Yes. They control everything about it. If you think about it, for example, have you ever been in an argument with someone and instead of allowing their voices to escalate your voice or your response, you decide to tone it back? Mm -hmm. Talk lower. So they can meet you where you are. So they can meet you where you are. You slow down. You Mm -hmm. slow down the pace of what you're what you're speaking. You take the tone out. Does it shift how the conversation goes and how that situation could potentially escalate and turn to something larger or more troublesome? It definitely does. And I've been in situations like that. And it took me a long time to get to that point, right? Because Mm -hmm. when you're younger, you feel like you need to be the loudest person in the room. Like, I have to be louder than you because I have to get my point across. And I've learned that, like, having the last word all the time, if that's how you feel, okay. I'm letting you know it's okay. I can't control how you feel. I'm just letting you know that I don't care anymore. So, right. That's it. I feel my most sexy right Mm -hmm. when i'm in control of a situation Mm, okay you know yeah when a person is escalating in a way that you didn't expect whether it be professional or personal or whatever the case may be when i realized and that's obviously like we said it was a process and it's something that i'm getting to now but i love it because people don't affect me the same anymore so someone could be in my face yelling at me and at the top of their lungs and i'll it would take a moment. I'm not mm-hmm. going to say that I'd immediately oh go my to it, right? Yes. It takes a moment. I take a breath. I give myself pause. That's the most important thing about any type of situation. Give mm-hmm. yourself pause because you have to give your brain a time to catch up with whatever. It has to on. process what's happening. It has to process. You have to come up with a plan of action. You have mm-hmm. to figure out what's going on. So I give myself pause. I just take a breath and I decide how I'm going to go from here. Whatever I say next or do next is going to be very matter of fact. I'm not wavering on it and I'm not going to be emotionally invested in it as you are. Yeah. Because that's just going to make it much worse. Yeah. There's no sense in both of us yelling or being emotional. Or being emotional. Or being exactly. emotional it's not going to solve the situation because at this point in time, because I think when I see arguments like that, mm-hmm. The only next thing that's going to happen is either there's going to be hands being thrown. Yeah. Somebody's going to get fired from a job or you're going to lose a relationship or you're going to lose a friendship. Mm -hmm. It's kind of just like there's so many negative things that are going to happen after that that you just don't even realize the negative consequences that are going to come from that. Yeah, you really don't. And the thing about being in a situation where you let things escalate because this is not specifically to specific to an argument obviously it's any type of situation but when you let things escalate you let things get out of control without taking a step back and kind of controlling the Mm -hmm. narrative it'll just spiral 
Oh, out of control. You know, it'll spiral out of control. And then you get to a point where you're like, what? What am I going to do? What is all of this? But I think you said it right there. Controlling the narrative. I never want to give another person control of my narrative. Exactly. Precisely. Ever. Precisely. Say you want to quit your job, Mm -hmm. right? And you never fucked with your manager. You never liked your manager at your job. They were always real shysty towards mm-hmm. you. Real slight. You know, they said slight slight shit. shit yeah. You know, sideways shit that you know. Girl, you. I really wanted to backslap the shit out of you the other day. But I <laughs> held it back. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you get in those situations, I think it's best to... Think of your brain as a filing cabinet. That's what I do. Think of my brain as a filing cabinet. You pull that out and you put it in its folder where it belongs. And you can go back to it later Mm -hmm. if you need. But you just, okay. It's not that you're letting people get over on you. Because I think that was something that I would think all the time. If I didn't say this back, then that person wins. Or they got over on me. Or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. When really, it's all about the long game. True. It's all about the long game. So if someone says, say you're at work and your supervisor mm-hmm. is saying shit, shy, shit or acting shysty, you know, you can say, okay, all right, noted. And when the time is right, and you'll know when the time is right, yeah. you can bring it up, but it's all about tone, right? So you oh can say, gosh. do you remember on July 25th when we had this conversation and you stated X, Y, and Z? Do, do you remember? Receipts. And literally, you can say it just like that. Do do you remember when we had that conversation? That's how you get them. Heck yeah. Yeah. How do we fix that? And they're stuck. So how do we work together? Dear right. Oh, my Mm -hmm. gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I know. How do we solve that issue together, John? I call that for us. Being read in the most professional manner. In the most... Re- oh, that's my favorite. Me too. Oh, I love it. Well, baby, and don't let me get through an email. Mm. Ooh, you, you're good with emails. You're, Honey. You're good I'm with I'm going to stick it to you real good. Yeah, I love a good... And um, then be like, please let me know how I can help. And I leave <laughs> and it at that. you make sure you say, I, I believe that I've provided everything that would be necessary for this request to be solved. But let me know if I can be yeah. any extra And assistance. bullet point it out, too, because... I'm telling you. That's how you get it. I want you to know fact. And it's very matter of fact. Boom, boom, boom. To the point. And that's how you talk to people, Please too. see below. Because, you know, boom, I'm, boom. A, I'm, I'm a talker. So yeah. So I can get you when we're having a conversation. <laughs> and so, you know, that's definitely something that you do, even in conversation. Very matter of yeah. fact. You got your bullet points. And that's how you take control over the narrative. You mm-hmm. always keep your best interest in mind because whoever it is that you're talking to, if it was between you and them, they would choose them. I promise you. Every day. Any day of the week. And most people, when you have to control that narrative, there's a manipulation tactic somewhere in there. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. They know exactly what to say. They maybe, they maybe know even know your triggers. Because mm-hmm. let's be real. Even in professional settings, because you're with your coworkers or, you know, just partners or whatever the case may be, a lot throughout the week. Mm-hmm. They know your triggers, too. They know your they triggers. They watch you. So how you respond is very important. But I've also learned that sometimes a response is not always necessary. Yes. Everybody does not deserve your response. No. Everybody does not deserve your emotion. Mm -hmm. And that is the biggest part of taking control of the narrative is when you take control of what you are willing to provide energy to. Yes. So if someone comes to you and they have a problem and they might be, you know, you're like, wait a minute, this person is really out of pocket. Mm -hmm. What's going on, Yes, sis? yes. You know, uh-huh. instead of 
And I this is something that I've worked on, but it's kind of something that has happened unintentionally. Okay. Um, so if you're in an argument with someone, I'm really petty, okay? I grew up in the pettiest, <laughs> petty boots. I grew up in the pettiest of households, okay? I need y'all to understand that if my parents wanted us to clean our rooms and we didn't, they'll just take the door off. And then you'll get your door back when you clean your room and they'll put it back on there. That's so good. My dad would come in with a trash bag. Everything on the floor is gone. Girl. Wait a minute. <laughs> We're being really dramatic right now. <laughs> if they want you to turn your lights off when you leave their house and you don't listen when you, and they realize when you come home, you ain't going to have no light bulbs. That's so petty. Girl, petty. When I'm telling you petty, my parents are petty collectively. <laughs> like, they they plot on shit. So what would you do? Whenever I'm getting in a situation and I can tell a person is getting more emotionally involved or getting mm-hmm. more upset or if they're talking out of pocket, I love to use that as a petty moment because I am not going to be upset. Because remember, if you're from Atlanta, you've heard this. He who angers you controls you. And the Mm. best revenge is living well. Okay. Right? I'll never forget that. So, he who angers you controls you. So, if you allow the other person to get upset and get in their feelings, and you're like, I'm not really sure what's going on. Why are you acting (laughs) this way? Or you do a... I'm trying to I'm trying to think of a good example. Give me an example. I'm going to tell okay. you. Let's let's actually Cuz I think I told play. you this the other day that let's I had a a, um, a partner get at me like in a very unprofessional manner and I was like, "Wait a minute." Yeah. I need uh-huh. to uh, like process what's going on right now uh-huh. in the midst of you yelling and getting angry because uh-huh. ma'am, you're at a 10, bring that down to a 2. Okay, so let's do role play. That would be a good example to show how I like to, you know, exercise my petty. So Let's do that. Give me an example. You you be the coworker that's coming to me crazy, okay. and I'll be the person. I'll be you, who the person who ain't taking no shit. Okay, Cavo, okay. this is your third day in a row coming to work late, and I got patience, and I'm tired of this. And by the way, you parked your car around the corner, and it's supposed to be behind the building, not okay, in the front. On. Pause. Question number one: If I am late to work, how does that affect your day? Because I now have to make sure that all your patients that were supposed to be here at 8 a.m., I have to make sure that they're checked in when that's your your job. Okay. That's cute. I appreciate that. But are you my direct supervisor? <laughs> I'm, I'm not clear. I just want to make sure. Is that in your job description? I'm just letting you know how I feel. Okay. Well, if you have a problem, what I would prefer for you to do is refer that to our direct supervisor because I'm not actually interested in you talking to me so you can refer that to our direct supervisor because if someone is going to reprimand me for not being on time then that's the person i would prefer to talk to so let's handle that now step two what's next um also your car is parked behind the building it's supposed to be parked in the front okay my car is parked behind the building I'm sorry, Julie. I don't really understand what what's the problem here. What does that have to do with you? Because guest parking is in the back. We've already discussed this a thousand and one times. And you're always the one that parks their car where they're not supposed to park their car. This seems like another situation of you not minding your business, Julie. That is exactly what this seems like. It's well, actually, I'm just saying. <laughs> you know what? I, I understand that you're just saying. But until you're the person paying my car note, insurance, or placing gas in my car, I'm a guest. I can park wherever I like. And if I want to park in the back instead of parking in the front, Julie, what you can do is continue to mind your business. So would you like to actually start that now? Or do you have anything else, any other grievances that you would like to address? And see. There we go. 
Julie, mind your fucking business. That's another way of taking control over your mm-hmm. life, okay? That's mind another way. your fucking business. As you saw, Julie had a fucking attitude the whole time. Exactly. And you had an attitude back. You matched her attitude. Oh, I matched Julie's yes. attitude. But not once was I emotional about it. I was very professional. I let her know that I would like her to follow the proper chain of command mm-hmm. when she's speaking to me because I don't think she even... It's even in her pay grade to have a conversation with me like that. So Definitely not. This seems I like know y'all got coworkers out there who think they're your boss and you're like, yo, stop. You get paid the same as me. You're doing the most right now. I know you want to get that gold star and employee of the month, but they don't do that here. So stop. <laughs> but they don't do they that don't here, Julie. At all. Like, sit down. Girl, you are And check in my lot. patience. I'll see you at 830. It's going to be okay. It's okay. Sarah in the back. No, I already told Sarah, our manager already told Sarah that I was running late. She knows we have no problem with it. Mm -hmm. I got to drop my kid off before I come to work. So what you can do is suck my ass through a straw, Julie. Mm -hmm. But of course, that's not professional. As you noticed, y'all know I cuss a lot. I like to cuss. I feel like it adds a little more emphasis to the things (laughs) that you're saying. But when I was speaking to Julie, because we were in a professional setting, Mm -hmm. I made sure to choose my words carefully. And I think even if you're not in a professional setting, even in a personal setting, it's very important to choose your words carefully. Oh, yeah. And as you can see, what I one thing that I love to do is enunciate, especially when a person is really getting emotional and getting I slow my cadence down in my speaking. I enunciate enunciate what I'm saying because I need you to understand every syllable of what I have to say to you and what I loved what you did because this is what I also Mm -hmm. do I make sure I hit every single point and I literally will say I want to make sure I hit every single point that you just laid out for me so that we're on the same page Mm -hmm. number one you said this I want to make sure did you say that okay this is my response because that's why I stopped her I said no 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 let's stop right here all right let's address that yes Because you're not about to come and ruin my fucking day because you got 15 different complaints that don't really have anything to do with me. What I've learned is a lot of people that are like that, Mm -hmm. they got a whole lot of shit going on in the background of their lives and they bring it to work. Check your shit at the door. They have to find control by controlling other people. Yes, they may not have control in their personal life, so they over control everything in their professional life. Don't bring that here, Susie. We're good. Yeah. I'm not. We're, I'm not the one. So the house, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Go Getting to Popeyes and get a chicken sandwich. <laughs> you feel me? Get a chicken sandwich and mind your business. Drink okay. your water, sis. Drink your water. Then you look like a goddamn rotting banana. <laughs> Another thing you also said that I really liked was mm-hmm. the fact that um, you were talking about when your house is not clean and mm-hmm. you know you feel like your life's all over the place and things like that. So yeah. I wrote down like rest and relaxation, right? Mm. Because. We get so wrapped up in our day-to-day lives that we don't realize that we may need sleep or we may need to just say no for a little Mm -hmm. bit about going out and doing things because we are literally super tired. Mm -hmm. So what's a way that you kind of take control of your rest and relaxation, your renewal, recharging kind of uh, vibes? I'm really not the best at that. I was actually going to say, I really, you do that for a fact. And I like that. Wow. Because I did not get told that. (laughs) You'll be like, oh, I'm not doing anything. It'll be like months ahead of time. Oh, I have an event. I'll be coming off an event. I'm not doing anything that weekend. I'm just going to be chilling. And then like that weekend comes and you will literally not do anything. And I'll be so mad. Like this bitch ain't changed your mind yet. Like, I, <laughs> I want to do stuff. Girl, let's go somewhere. Let's go out. And I'm like, no. You'll be like, oh, girl, no, I'm just going to chill and clean my house. And I can't argue with you. But I'm like, shit. <laughs> Can you not be an adult for two seconds? I know. goddamn. But you know what? Because I have to plan those out because I don't get those. Like, but I like that you do that because my life is like... You're always on the go. Always. 
Like, oh my y'all, goodness. Kayla will stay up until five in the morning and text me and be like, so I'm still up right now. Just finished doing X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, girl, I'm just waking up to go to work. Yeah, remember And you have to go week? and do your intern. Yes, last, last week that happened. And yeah. I was like, you're crazy. Yeah, last Wednesday I went, I came, so I was in my internship. Then I had class. Then I came straight here. Mm-hmm. And we recorded. When we got done, I went home and I had products to make. So yep. I was up making soap and body silk and things till I think it was about 4 45 5 o'clock yes and I had to be to campus by 8 so I had to leave my house by 6 30 so I was like I'm just gonna take a shower and I'm just gonna go to campus and take a nap in my car before class starts I would not function and I was I mean I was like fuck I'm so tired but I went to campus took a nap in my car and shout out to my classmates because class started at 8 and I set an alarm to wake me up at 7 45 so I can be in class on time and I didn't wake up till nine and my classmates called me. Well, class, class goes on for two hours yeah. or okay. no three, eight to 11. Oh, yeah. God, I do not so, miss that girl. So my classmates called me and they're like, uh, are you coming to class? I was like, oh shit. Oh, okay. I'm up. Let me get up. And I like ran to class. I didn't even realize I overslept, but yeah. So my yeah. life is a constant whirlwind. And even when I think I have time, it gets taken up by something mm-hmm. else. That's also part of why I'm excited about, um, the potential of moving soon. Yeah. Um, because when I'm not, I feel like when I'm a little, when I'm not with my family, then half of my schedule will clear up. You'll have more downtime. I have a lot more downtime. You literally. And I can actually make decisions to say, I'm not going to do anything today. Yes. Because the days that I'm not doing anything are days where it's like, oh, oh. you're not doing anything. I need you to do this, yeah. this, this, this. And Go your here. environment definitely has some some aspect of control over for you sure. too. You know, for like sure, when people sure. live with their parents or even when you have a roommate or whatever the case may be. Yeah, sometimes the time that you may want to experience as your mm-hmm. downtime will definitely get taken up. So yeah. I can understand that. Because it'll be like, oh, good. You don't have anything to do today. Take your grandma to Walmart. You're like. I don't want to do that. What? Take grandma to Walmart. I wanted to nap today. Right. And I wanted to wash clothes. Now I'm going to spend the next three hours at Walmart. Who want to spend three hours at Wally World? Who? Nobody wants to spend three hours at Walmart. Nobody. At all. Unless, you know, someone's buying me like a new TV or something like that and they want me to really... I mean, I bet that was like a 30 minute thing. They got something to really benefit. Yeah. But I have better things to do today. Okay. Then it'd be driving you from Kroger to Walmart to Food Depot because you want to yeah. save 52 cents. Oh grandma. my gosh. Yes. Yeah, so you know, the papers are, well, I saw in the papers, baby. My grandma's <sighs> good for that. I'm like, Grams, honey. I'd be like, Grandma. You don't even eat this kind of sausage. You don't care. Yes. <laughs> get into the next exactly. store. You baby. don't need it. You do not it's need okay. it. Okay. We can just get it here. Mm-hmm. I'll give you 50 cents. I will give you 50 cents so we don't have to go there. <laughs> Please. And she'll be like, no, it's okay. We still it's can okay. go. Food it's okay. I really need to go. Um, we, we digress. Got track, yeah, we, but, we got off track. Um, but we your got... environment sometimes will control mm-hmm. what you do. And so definitely part getting, of a taking huge that part away. of and relaxation as well. Yeah. Because if you're not comfortable in your environment, you can't relax. You can't relax. There's no rest that's happening. My house Even if you right sleep, now. your mind is running. Oh, because yeah. you're constantly thinking about everything that's going on around you. The power of the word no, right? So we've talked about this before. Like it's mm-hmm. when we talk about dating, we talk about the word no and things like that. Uh-huh. What um, are some things that you've learned over time with taking control over who you are as a person, right? Mm-hmm. That you've definitely embraced that word no more so than none. So this is a bit of a story-ish. Okay. 
So I read the book by Shonda Rhimes, mm-hmm. Year of Yes. Mm. Oh, yeah. I Okay. And that's how I learned how to say no. Oh. Yeah. Which is okay. really random because I was a yes person. If anybody asked me to do anything, I was overextending myself. Like I said, I my family is here mm-hmm. in Atlanta, as yours is. But yeah. you know how it goes when your your grandma call you and she want to go to the store or yeah. anything. And instead of saying, granny, I never tell grandma no, but my mama, that's a different story. Because my <laughs> mama will take over your day. Honey. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway, um, I read The Year of Yes, and she talked about how she used to say no all the time, and she would just be in the house not doing anything. For me, it was the opposite, and it was helpful because my life, as we say, is a whirlwind. I mean, shit, I didn't even get sleep for a whole two days. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? Things happen, but I'm always all over the place, but, which is the crazy part about it is, it was much crazier a couple years ago. Like, oh, wow. much crazier. I literally had no control, and I felt so emotional about telling people no. Mm-hmm. And there was this connection to it that if I said no, I, either it's like I wouldn't be useful anymore or you wouldn't like me the same. Or Ooh, that thought process. If you had a birthday party. And I couldn't make it. When my birthday came around, you're not going to come because yeah. you took offense to it. As opposed to being like, girl, you were out of town or she couldn't come. Or if you can make it, it's fine, girl. Yeah, I'm you got things to do. Life. Yeah. Right. As, as opposed to having a healthy outlook on it. I had a negative outlook, a negative connotation on saying the word no. I felt like if I said no, I was selfish. Mm-hmm. Because that's the thing that we're taught. Yeah. If you say no... In any right, when you're younger, it's like, first of all, you can't tell me no. Second of all, that's selfish of you to say no to doing something for someone else because Mm -hmm. you You should always say you should always be open to help people. Yeah. And so for me, it was yes, 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 yes. But I was stressed. I was overextended. I mean, I've double booked myself a lot by mistake, but it would be I would just say yes and not even look at my calendar. And I have like 17 things to do. And instead of me calling someone and saying, I'm not going to make it here. I would be running from one end of Georgia to the next, to the mm. next, just to be like, okay, I just came to show my face. See y'all later. Like, <laughs> girl, you don't have to worry about keeping up with this or that yeah. or caring about what other people think of you. So I think that that book was very powerful for me. Okay. Because I learned how, I learned, I learned that no is a complete sentence, honestly. Mm-hmm. I can be like, no, I don't have time for that. And I've learned and I've conditioned myself to not feel bad. Although times happen, there are times where human. I say things and I feel bad and I'm like, oh, maybe I could have. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times I still have that regret. Like, say my mom might ask me to go somewhere and I'll say, no, I don't have time to do that. And then say my day was less busy than I thought it was. And then I got home early and I'm like, oh, I could have ran and did this yeah. for her. But it's like, but I wanted to be in my room chilling. So, you know, at the same time, I won out of this situation. And when you say no to people also, it's like, what would you have done if if I wasn't here, you would have had to figure it out. Exactly. So, okay, figure it out now. Like, call somebody else. Ask someone else. I'm not mm-hmm. available. Or, yeah. you know, I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So, I think that's kind of how I learned how to take control. Okay. Just by learning to say no and draw boundaries. Like, yes. clear cut. No, I can't do this. I don't have the time. I'm not willing to do Is that in my job description? Yep. Is that in my job description? And I'm learning that, like, over Sandra. time. Yes, exactly. Like, I definitely, um, the the word no is not always in my dictionary, because mm-hmm. I'm always down with the shits, bro. People, like, down. text me, and be like, you want to do this? And I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. Like, uh-huh. I don't care. 
But I'm learning that like I am becoming exhausted all the time. You are so tired all I the am time all, when you do I that. I am exhausted all the time. And it's not and it's not even just friends, it's professional, all yeah. that stuff, you know? And I have to learn that like it's okay to say no. And not like you said, not feel bad. Like, yeah. hey, no, Even I'm gonna if actually it's take this that time. You do and it yes, fit your and schedule. most of the time when I get asked to do things, it's some bomb ass shit. I'm yeah. like, damn, I don't want to say no to this, but I got to because I really need to take control of my relaxation time because if I don't rest I'm not going to even be a fun person to be around Mm -hmm. I'm going to be cranky crabby hangry all the above Mm -hmm. and you're not going to enjoy my company and then you're not going to invite me anywhere else because I'm going to show my ass Mm -hmm. so I have to learn like I'm learning that as I go on now that Mm -hmm. like yeah I have to say no and I also have to learn to not always have an excuse behind my word no because you just said that like no is a a complete sentence like that was hard though because yes because you always feel like you have to like explain why you can't yeah oh i can't come because um i just if i say i'm sitting on my couch that's gonna be fucking that's awful so i just don't feel well or i just because i'm just not you know you have to come up with all these excuses that's draining in itself yeah because then you're like you feel bad about coming up with an excuse that really isn't a big deal as opposed to being like girl i just can't make it today i'm not gonna make it i'm not gonna make it have fun take pictures yeah i'll live through you yeah yeah, girl. And I respect that so much more from my friends when they just tell me no straight up because it's not like I, you know, I'm not going to go. Right. I'm just not going to go with you. So right. I'll figure it out because that's what you do. But I think when the f- shoe's on the other foot, I'm like, oh my gosh, I just saying no. Oh, I don't want them to not invite me again. Right. Like, you bitch, stop. It, and you're like, if I don't make it to her birthday party, she's not going to think that we're cool anymore. Yeah. And like, it's like, she probably don't even <laughs> fuck with me like that now because I missed her shit. Exactly. And I want her, you know, next weekend, I wanted us to go here, but she probably not going to go because mm-hmm. I, you know, you like really your thoughts spiral into It really does. Because I think it's like the tit for tat, right? Right. I think that's the reason because you think that if I don't do something, they're not going to do this. But it's like, if we're true friends, mm-hmm. if I don't do something i just don't do it Uh uh-huh but here's the reality of it all people do respond that way they do people do respond like you owe them something or like they've done something for Mm -hmm. you or even if you can't make it they do respond in that way where they don't invite you but it's your job to take control of the situation and realize oh well okay that's fine if like you have to tell yourself if i can't make it and they decide that they don't want to invite me anymore then fuck they don't invite me anymore and fuck them because they don't want to invite me anymore and you kind of leave it at that you have to become okay with people not being okay with you and the people that are supposed to be around you will be around you but i don't think it's fair for you to make yourself or feel like you have to walk on eggshells true to, for other people's happiness you know what i'm saying because that's on them that's on them you can't control that that's on them you can't control any of that but what you can do is say no and if they feel some type of way about it if you feel that they even deserve an explanation further than no then you can provide one you know in a in a roundabout way if you want yeah but at the same time you can just say no and let that be it and if they ask if a person comes to you and say they ask like well you said no is there a reason why you couldn't come or blah blah and if you're like oh i was just tired or i got a headache or whatever and they're like oh okay you know maybe because they were just curious sure yeah. but if somebody's combative about it they don't deserve no fucking like answer. no question mark what the they fuck you mean no no explanation um, no 
I'm probably not going to even respond. I feel like if someone's coming at me that way, I'm not responding. And that's another that's when way you of don't taking have control. to give a response. Like we said, a lot of people don't deserve a response. Exactly. And it's up to you to decide what you're willing to put energy into. But you can just be like, mm, you know what? I don't have the energy for that today. And move on to something else. Okay. Like, it doesn't have to be an end-all, be-all or big deal. It doesn't. You, and once you get, and it sounds so easy. I was telling my therapist. Oh, my God, it really does. I was like, because <laughs> when I was telling him, when we were talking about the thing I said last week about scheduling time mm-hmm. for anxiety, right? So, if you know you're about to get anxious about something, okay, I'm not going to stress about it right now because I'm at work. I got stuff to do. I'm going to deal with it at 4 o'clock tomorrow because I got mm-hmm. a little bit of time or whatever the case may be. Um, I was telling him, you know, how, you know, I'm anxious about this or whatever. He was saying, you know, anxiety, that's just a thought. And he's waving his hand like, just push it out the way. Don't think about it. And I literally was like, you say that like that's so easy, Cecil. And You've it's trained not. yourself. What do you mean? <laughs> And then that's when he told me about the trick about giving yourself time. So, obviously, you work with yourself through these things. Yeah. But once you get to a point, like you said, where he's trained himself mm-hmm. for so long or for however long. Once you get to the point where you've trained yourself to not process these thoughts. Because a lot of times, the the reason you feel like you don't have control is because you don't have control of your thoughts. Right? Yeah. So, something he said is, a thought is just a thing. It's just like a feeling. It comes and it goes. Mm-hmm. Right? But that doesn't mean it's an actual thing. So you might think to yourself, I'm the worst person in the world or I'm not good at this. But that's literally just a thought. I'm not good at this. Damn, I'm the worst. Like, say it was something um, with event coordinating or whatever. And say you forgot something for an event and you're Mm -hmm. like, fuck, I'm the worst event coordinator, blah, blah, blah. They're going to fire me or whatever. This is like a thought that you have, right? Mm -hmm. Allow yourself to have that thought and then you know after a minute be like uh. but and this is something he asked me when i was telling him something i was anxious about he was saying why do you think that way why do you think it won't work out is there mm-hmm. anything that could happen where it won't work out why do you think they're gonna fire you if you messed up at your job one time have you made multiple mistakes and they see some type of re- what exact what exact reason yeah. and when you think about it like that you're like damn I did one thing. And I'm tearing myself up about it. Exactly. But, you know, like, I think we're our worst critics sometimes, too. Right. And it's it's all a huge internal conversation. Mm -hmm. But the biggest part of taking control of your own life is taking control of that internal conversation. When you have control of the internal conversation, then you can take control of the external conversation much easier and much more seamless. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You're not stressed out about what a person's response is going to be because you have so much control about your internal conversation that nothing they say can affect you and you don't even care you know how I used to um process before I had an uncomfortable conversation I used to process how people could possibly respond oh me too and then how I would react yes and granted, that's a step, right? That's mm-hmm. a step that definitely, you know. You know, you practice in the mirror like Easter Ray, Like, oh, nigga, you going to tell me this? And I'm a da 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 And then I'm going to say da da Yeah, like you <laughs> like, go back girl. and forth with yourself. Mm-hmm. You really do. And now a thing that I've done just in general lately is dive into life head first. Okay. Head first. I don't give a fuck how it happens. I got to deal with it. That's it. So if, or not saying that I'm just like recklessly, but I'm diving into life head first. (laughs) So when I have those uncomfortable conversations and I'm not sure how to approach it, it's like, 
okay, this is kind of weird. How do I feel is the best way to approach this? I might reach out to some people and say, especially if it's something that I've never handled before and see, is it offensive if I I say this? Is it this or that if I say that? Making sure I choose my words correctly, but I don't try to prepare myself for the other person's reaction anymore. And that's the big difference. Because I prepare myself for how I feel. I make sure my thoughts and feelings are concise Mm -hmm. and clear Mm -hmm. and in order for me to be able to express that to whoever I'm talking to. And... I just say it, and however they deal with it is how they deal with it, and tough shit, bitch, because it has nothing to do with me. Exactly. And that that's literally it, but that's the most freeing thing, too, mm-hmm. when you can just kind of come up with your concise thoughts. That's exactly what it is, and yeah. I think it's okay to reach out to people. There are a lot of situations that A lot of control is having not, a clear thought process. Yeah, it is definitely having that clear thought process, and if you don't know what angle to you know come at it with Mm -hmm. depending on who you're dealing with i think it's okay to reach out to friends and say or friends or family or whoever Mm -hmm. and say like this is what i'm battling up against Mm -hmm. can you give me an idea of what i should say or like can you give me an idea of what your angle would be if you were in the situation because sometimes like somebody's already been in that situation before yeah so it's good to go out there and get other feedback i mean i did that earlier today yeah exactly i did that earlier today because we were talking about professional situations and i wasn't sure what to say or how to handle it and you were like okay um so you need to send an email and you know you're the email queen so i pulled out my ipad and i'm like (laughs) okay sis it's time for us to draft this email what are we gonna say let's go and because you, because I'm telling you, but you have that experience exactly. that I don't. Like mm-hmm. I said earlier, I'm not an email person. I have never worked in corporate America, and I never will. I'm not a corporate America person, and that's but I, okay, right? And that's okay. But I have amazing friends that are in corporate America. You have resources. And I have y'all, resources, and it I is use so them. important to use your resources. Use them. Network use across. Your resource across. Like use, use the it. people that you know. Yeah, and not take advantage of them. Use them. Barter system. Exchange services. Something exchange mm-hmm. goods whatever the case may pick be. their brains because there's so many things that you know that i, I don't know mm-hmm. i'm not an entrepreneur like that that's not in my like i'm not always like oh i want to start this business or do mm-hmm. this or do that but when i come to you about something you can definitely give it to me from a a very bird's eye view very strategic right. actual view you know mm-hmm. so i think it's just definitely networking across and using those resources and that platform that you have with your friends right. to say like hey can you help me out yeah that's okay yeah absolutely so i love that I love it. Let's wrap it on up. Let's wrap (laughs) this on up, girl. So basically, um, define control for yourself. Mm -hmm. Define what it is and take that by the horns and go with it. I think the next thing to take into account is to make sure that you're diving in the life head first. Of course, it's going to be, that should be an end goal. It shouldn't be something that you do just initially. Mm -hmm. Eventually, you'll get to the point where you feel comfortable jumping out of the plane. You know what I'm saying? Literally. Literally jumping out (laughs) of the plane with no hesitation. But I'm sure initially when you start, it'll be, okay, I'll take a closer step. I'll take a closer step. Now I'm going to count to two. Now I'm going to count to three or whatever the case may be. Yes. So same thing when it comes to taking control of your life, taking control of situations. Make sure you ease yourself there. But once you feel like, don't hold yourself back. Once you feel like you're comfortable enough, and even if it's uncomfortable, just do it. And once you do it once, I promise you, you're not going to go back. And it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be completely uncomfortable. And you might be unsure of things. Mm-hmm. And it's completely okay if you're unsure of something, however it went, to call someone 
that knows you or might know both of the people in the situation or whatever the case may be or just has some type of insight to offer and get an objective opinion tell them every side of the story and let them know okay this is what happened this is what happened this is exactly what i said this is exactly what the person said do you think that how i handled that was unprofessional yeah do you feel that the way they responded to me was that okay did i mess up somewhere Mm -hmm. you know you want to get clarity so that way you can continue that on to the next situation and the next and the next and the next and the next thing that you can apply it to and you're gonna learn from every situation that you're in you're gonna learn so much from every situation um next thing i think it's very important to address your baggage before you think that you can take control of your life Mm -hmm. because a lot of losing control especially in personal arguments and even in professional arguments is when you haven't addressed your baggage and you take things too personally and you or you take things out of context and you overreact and you let the emotions control the situation you let the emotions control the situation and that's when you lose control yep and that's when it's anybody's game because the person especially if they're a manipulative person they'll take that and eat it up any day so in order to keep control of situations in any aspect of life give yourself pause Mm -hmm. take control of your emotions and make sure in that process that you're working on your baggage making sure that also with that control you're adding in rest and relaxation because that also is a huge part of control over your life if you have a bit of time to yourself Mm -hmm. to be able to recenter that is a huge part of having just control over everything because if not especially if you're a person like me who's an introvert and i can go out here and there but i like to be at my house i need to be by myself to recharge i cannot constantly go out and be running all around but my life is very busy and i'm usually around people yeah so i know and i've been able to recognize that in myself when it's time to sit down sis needs a break recognize it because someone who's an extrovert like me I still need to have that time by myself. Quiet time. Yeah. Everyone needs quiet yes. time. You always need time definitely by yourself so you can learn yourself. And the better you learn yourself, the more control you have over exactly. everything. And also, be able to institute the power of no in your life. Now, if you're a person who's always saying yes, you're a person who's always running from here to there and always taking on more job responsibilities, even though they're not adjusting your salary according Make sure that you say no. Feel comfortable in saying, you know what, Bill, that doesn't seem like that falls in line with my job description. So it might be a little bit above my pay grade. Maybe you can hand it to my director or maybe my manager will be better suited for this. And there's nothing wrong with that. And as long as you handle it in a controlled, concise manner with facts and with, you know, matter of factness and no emotion, I... Personally, don't think that there's any way that it can get taken out of context or get blown out of proportion in a sense where if you were handling a situation like that, you got fired. And it's like, no, I'm sorry. It's just not in my job description. I'm not well versed in this. And I think that it would be best for someone who does this every day to handle that responsibility. Exactly. And if you're in corporate America, follow up with email. Have a paper trail. Yes, you did say that. In life, in no, life in life in general, general I agree. Have in a life paper in trail. You need but to. But especially when you're hand, handling something personal, um, a paper trail, nah. You need to deal with that shit in person. But everything yeah. else, have a paper trail. Everything else. I think when it comes to your professional life, there are things that you just definitely need to have in writing to make sure that we're we have there's a very concise message going out there. Yeah. Nobody sure. is unaware of what's happening 
we are both on the same page. And even if there's a conversation that you have to handle everything professionally, send a follow-up email. Oh, baby. With a summary, with some notes. At the end of the day, only you can control your narrative. Period. Period. And that's that. On that. So let's get into this taste of the week. This week's taste of the week is very simple. It's a place that's near and dear to our hearts. Mm, Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's all about the Popeye's chicken, baby. Okay. Go to your nearest Popeyes. They are literally nationwide. I'm pretty sure they're international somewhere too. They're everywhere. The chicken is motherfucking delicious. Get you that <laughs> spicy chicken sandwich. If you fool with mayo, if you rock with mayo, then get it with this little chipotle mayo on it. I don't really rock with mayo. So if you don't, if you're like me, get it without the mayo. Add that sweet heat sauce and baby. Baby. <laughs> I ain't got nothing else to say. Find your nearest Popeyes. They're on any corner. But keep in mind, not every location has your Popeyes spicy chicken sandwich now. So make sure you call ahead of time because depending on how diverse, you know, your area of town is, they may not be having that. It's not at all locations. But Popeyes is a nationwide retailer. So make sure you just call them and check out what's going on. Gotcha. All righty. All right, guys. So please continue to follow us on Instagram at becoming she underscore. That's B E C O M I N G S H E underscore. If you have any questions or have any or need some advice or um, you want to tell us a Popeye's location that definitely has the sandwiches, email us Shout at becoming she live at gmail.com. That's B E C O M I N G S H E L I V E at gmail.com. Lastly, if you had a hookup on them spicy chicken sandwiches, you know somebody who work at Popeye's who can, you know, bring us three for the price of one or something. Okay. Let us know. Let we a nigga meet you. know <laughs> about the chicken plug. Okay? Mm. All right. You guys will never know how much we appreciate you for tuning in each and every week mm-hmm. y'all are literally tuning in on monday morning we y'all appreciate it seriously ready. yes we thank you guys so so much for the loyalty so so much for the support we thank you so so much for telling everyone you know tell your mama tell your aunties tell your brothers don't tell my mama though. don't that tell my auntie either thank you but <laughs> let everybody know tell your brothers tell your uncles because we got men listening too mm-hmm. shout out to y'all have great productive weeks be great learn to take control of your life because he who angers you controls you and the best revenge is living well go forth and be great y'all bye bye <laughs>